The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans in Bills land. My name is Matt Johnson. Boo. Boo. Boo the Bills. Boo that man. Boo them all. We, even if your name is Bill, I don't even know if I can I can mess with you. I don't even know. Maybe a couple exceptions, but I just, I don't know. Anyways, my name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts alongside with me every single week. Uh, Mr. Brandon Rogers, fellow survivor here in Bills Land. Brandon, what's going on, my man? How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, slightly hungover. I had my first family get together after we've all gotten our vaccines and waited two good. weeks. We did a uh, a nice little blow off of COVID, and yeah, my head's still ringing a little bit. This is, is gonna it? be a fun one. <laughs> yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Just want to give all the listeners a heads up this Wednesday. Uh, processing the process, which is a fellow show on our network. Uh, myself and Brandon were a part of a very, very cool mock draft that we, that ourselves, uh, Brian Finch, Ryan Holt Bailey, um, they they host the show. They put it together. It's a cross promotional thing with uh, several other po- sports podcasts hosts on our own network, and uh, some just outside of it. It's really, really cool. Brandon is actually making uh, the mock draft pick for the Indianapolis Colts. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, it's a lot of fun. You get to hear from some of our other podcasters, uh, sports football-related podcasters here on the network, and I invite you to kind of do that. Uh, that'll be available Wednesday morning, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, our, of course, our website, BICBP-radio.com. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, we had no news this week. Again, it's quiet. It's almost draft day, which is cool. I'm excited. Uh doing a little live coverage that thing on Thursday for my other show, two point conversation. But, uh, you know, we've, we've talked a lot, a lot about the draft. I think the last couple of weeks and we n- realize that there's, there's no news that there's no news coming with it. It's going to be pretty, pretty quiet uh, on the Colts front until afterwards. Boo. I know <laughs> we want drama. Boom, boom, we want boom, drama. Boom. <laughs> no drama at all. No, no drama at all. Uh, unfortunately, very quiet. Chris Ballard, you, Brandon was mentioned beforehand. Chris Ballard was mentioned. Uh, did a press conference this week and said a whole lot about nothing. Uh, just kind of addressed addressing draft things, uh, but really not saying a whole lot. Jermer say mentioned something about taking best player available. A whole bunch of stuff. And then also we found out this week too that uh, the Colts asked Andrew Luck if he was going to return. Uh, before they decided to make the trade for Carson Wentz. So, um, yeah, I also asked Rihanna if she wanted to get married, and uh, you know, she said no. So, same same result, same result. <laughs> same. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, 100%. It's the same exact thing. Same exact thing. So that's what we're sitting with. Uh, today, another quick one. Like I said, as the season gets closer, the offseason starts to pick up. Uh, next week, we're going to be recapping our draft picks. You know, it, it's it. Not, we're, we're, these are filler episodes, but always very fun ones as well. Today, uh, I decided myself and Brandon are going to go back and forth, and we're going to talk about our top five favorite uh, Indianapolis Colts draft classes. I mean, it could be Indianapolis, it could be Baltimore. Uh, you look, you know, it, obviously we live in the, in the Indianapolis era, so uh, we're a little bit more familiar with some of those, but um, that's what we are going to do today. Uh, just talk about the picks that were made in that draft and uh, just, just overall what we kind of thought about it. So pretty simple, nice and easy, uh, nice quick one today. So uh, you ready to do this, my friend? Let's do it. All right. Let's hop right in. My number five uh, favorite Colts draft class of all time. I am going to go. And it's probably these first two are because of one player, mostly. Um, and also because of the important decisions that were made when it went. Uh, my first one is going to be the 1999 draft. And that's where uh, the Colts drafted Edgerin James at number fourth overall. Um, also drafted in that draft were Mike Peterson, linebacker. He spent a couple of years with the Colts and ended up going to Jacksonville. Uh, Brandon Burlesworth, offensive guard. He didn't last. I don't even know if he made final cuts. Paul Miranda, defensive back. He was out of the league by 2001. Brandon Scioli, he was out of the defensive end. He was out of the league by 04. Hunter Smith, a punter who was out of the league by 2010. And Corey Terry was their final pick in 1999. Uh, Pick 250th. Uh, he's a linebacker. He was out of the league by the following season. So what I love so much about, I mean, obviously Edger and James. Yeah, we were the Colts were at a tough point in time. Uh, Marshall Falk wanted more money. They didn't want to pay him. They traded him away, and uh, they ended up getting Edger and James. But my favorite thing about this is that they, uh, we just did an NFL history episode on this for two point. Is that uh, another? Into, you know, uh, Mike Ditka and the New ah. Orleans Saints traded their entire 1999 draft to pick Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. <laughs> Ricky Williams was the highest touted running back in that draft. But the Colts, Bill Polian, most certain, you know, most importantly, uh, realized that there was something off about Ricky and made this obviously very smart. Judgmental decision to draft Edron James. And obviously it's panned out very, very well. Unfortunately, it did not equate to a Super Bowl ring with Edge, but he was a definitive player in those early 2000s uh, for the Colts and gave us a, you know, a continuation at running back. Uh, you know, obviously a very important position if you want to win the league. Uh, but Peyton Manning had a steady stream of very talented running backs and two Hall of Famers, you know, back to back and Marshall Falk and, and, uh, in Edwin James. So that's why I, I hold 1999 in very high regard. It's only this. I think it's the second draft that I ever remember watching second draft. I ever remember watching. So, but that is my, that is my number five. Yeah, I mean, Edge was a huge part of our history. I know he didn't win the Super Bowl with us, but I know that Ursay actually gave him a ring because he knew how influential he was to to the Colts and like that history and how you know how crappy it was that he he left the year before we won the Super Bowl. 
Um, and we wouldn't have got there without him. So Ursay actually gave him a ring to say, hey, man, like, thanks for, for being a Colt. Glad that he's going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, on this draft class, I feel really bad for Mike Peterson. You know, he left in 02, 03, I think, and then went to Jacksonville and just got utterly dominated by Peyton for like the next five years. So, hey, way to go, Mike Peterson. Ha! You suck like the Bills. <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> well said my friend very well said very well said um my number five uh favorite draft class maybe a little recency bias i'm gonna go with the class of 2020 i love me some michael Pittman. i love me some jonathan taylor uh i think uh julian blackman's gonna be a baller jacob easton's probably gonna ride the pine in Indy for the next for his career in Indy, unless something happens to Carson, then he comes out and balls out. Okay, great. Um, and uh, Isaiah Rogers is just going to be one of my favorite players until he leaves the team because of his last name and because he's a freak when it comes to the return game. I think he could play corner for us and uh, be very uh, great. You know, his his athleticism is off the charts. Um, just watching him ball out over the year year was awesome. And I'm, I will always root for Isaiah Rogers Absolutely. strictly because of his great last name. So yeah, you get Blackman, you get Rogers, Taylor, Pittman. I think that draft class was special. So they're automatically my top five so far. And again, you know, it, this is more, I, I started watching the Colts back in 99. Uh, we had some really crappy drafts. We had some really good drafts. I, I'm not going to dig too far back into the past. Like anything before 99 is not on my list. Yeah. It, it doesn't really resonate Same. with me too much. Right. I I mean, I try to look back. Like I wanted to be different. I wanted to do some exploring, but it's like our general managers were terrible pre like 1998. Uh, <laughs> and the, you look at some of them, there's just, there's just like no hall of famers. Right. I mean, yeah, you got the Marvin Harrison year. You got the uh, Marshall Falk year, but other than that, it's just a lot of bad, a lot of big misses. So, um, so I, I'm pretty much in the same boat, but, um, yeah, I, I like that one. I can definitely acknowledge that that one is on my list. It is one of the best ones in obviously recent memory. Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with the 1998 draft and that's just because of Peyton Manning alone. Um, again, you know, this is obviously the year before the Edgerman James draft year before there's a little bit of, I mean, I, I think every, it was split. The Colts had a very difficult decision to make and they made the right one. Right, 1999, they made they had the, the decision between Ezra and James and, and Ricky Williams. They chose right. In 1998, they had the choice between Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. And I can they, assure they messed up. They messed up. They totally messed up. They should have <laughs> took Ryan Leaf. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> Honestly, like th- this is like this is one of those things where like I I've done a what if episode on this. You know, if if Peyton Manning doesn't get selected by the Colts, I don't know if I'm a Colts fan. I don't know if we're sitting here talking about this show. You know what I mean? I don't know. I might be I might, I might be a Chargers fan. You know what I mean? Because uh, I was pretty much following. I mean, my dad, like I said, my when I first fell in love with the Colts is because Peyton Manning. My dad's like, he's going to be really great. And I was like, okay, they have cool colors. I'm going to gravitate towards them. So this is a very tough decision. Obviously, they did their homework very, very well. Um, but obviously, he's also not the only person in that draft class. The uh, – the other people mentioned they didn't literally last that long. Jeremy Payton, wide receiver, he lasted until 2005. 
E.G. Green lasted till 2000. Steve McKinney, center, lasted till 2000. Uh, Anthony Jordan, linebacker, went to 2001. Then Aaron Taylor and Corey Gaines. Those guys did not make the cut. So um, a little top heavy, a little top heavy dress. A lot, of, a lot of top, a lot of top heavy. Um, yeah, had to. I mean, I had to acknowledge that one. It, it's just, I guess it, some of these are bad. Some of these are really, really bad. Oh, look at there was a Matt Johnson drafted in 2000. That's pretty cool. That should be your your my claim to fame. Hey everybody, oh, welcome to Colts fans in Bills man, Land. I, I'm, that's I, it. Yeah, you were drafted back in 2000. Yeah, I was 2005th round picked by the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> offensive guard Matt Johnson. Didn't make the cut, but hey, they picked me. That's I, I should I should run with it. I should definitely run with it. All right, buddy. One hundred percent. What is your number four? Uh, you nailed it. Mine was also the 99 draft class strictly because or I'm sorry, the 98 draft class strictly because of Peyton Manning, uh, best player in Colts history by far, not even close. Yeah. The, it's only because of Peyton Manning and what he did for us that, that I, I picked this draft class, but I mean, looking at the crap we've had since 98, it automatically ranks up there as being the, <laughs> one of the top five. Yeah. No, no, w- w- without a doubt, it's it's hard. I mean, that's that's the center point for a lot of people. A lot of people that I know weren't loving the Colts in with Jim Harbaugh under center. That was just wasn't their team. Um, of course, you meet a lot of people who have been around since the Baltimore days. But that ninety that nineteen ninety eight one was a turning point for I think the Colts. Well, it was as a franchise, and I think for as a fan base, it brought a lot of people, a lot of new faces to it. Um, very good. All right, my number three is that 2020 draft class that you mentioned. All right. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of room for improvement. We don't know a whole lot about these guys, but uh, this is we said this last year that this is probably the most important draft of Chris Ballard's tenure. All right. Now, you know, this is the year after you lose Andrew Luck two weeks before the season. You have to either at this. I mean, they had found their quarterback, their temporary bridge quarterback in Philip Rivers at this point. But you also have to find foundational pieces that make that are going to make any young quarterback coming to the league that transition easier. You know, you said great things about Pittman and Taylor and Flackman. Who knows about Eason? Hopefully he does pan out. Um, Isaiah Rogers, you know, he's coming along. Fun. Great last name. Great last name. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, these are some of these foundational pieces that could be representing this Colts team for the next five, maybe even 10 years. You really don't know. A lot of skill positions taken here. Uh, well, a few essential, you know, Michael Pittman, we've been looking for that wide receiver one, the, the next, the guy after T Y we've been looking for a running, uh, the running back won't surprise me, but obviously we got very, very fortunate with it. Um, this is probably one of Chris Bauer. Oh, I mean, Chris Bauer's only had a few drafts. They're all pretty good, but um, this 2021 was was pretty incredible. Very, very special, if you ask me. Very, very. Uh, yeah, no, I, I love them. I said enough about them the last time. So, yep, perfect. Way to go, 2020. Bauer, keep it up and hopefully do that for 2021. Absolutely. Um, my third favorite draft class is going to be 2003. Uh, first pick was Dallas Clark, tight end number one 
for for Colts. Like he's, I know that there's some, you know, maybe a, a few others, but for other, Dallas Clark will always be my favorite tight end in Colts history. Barn. Yeah. Um, Mike Doss holds a special place in my heart because when I used to play Madden and uh, ESPN football, Mike Doss was a boss. So <laughs> he was always picking the ball off for me. You know, he had a decent career. Yeah, uh, you know, didn't last too long with the Colts, as long as you know, hopefully he should have. I think he's out of the league by 2008, but yeah. he, he was still he had his you know some bright spots, a couple picks every now and then, but uh, it's mostly Madden Mike Doss that that does it for me. Uh, a little a little known fact, uh, a little defensive end out of the fifth round that year, Robert Mathis, you know, yeah. all time leader in sacks, uh, great player, fantastic follow on Twitter as well. QB hater number one in, in Colts <laughs> land. Um, also, Cato June, you know, a, a linebacker that we pulled out, and he had a great career for Colt, you know, one Super Bowl ring. Uh, I think he played with us until 2009. Cato uh, uh, June, 2006, but he, he played until 09. He finished with uh, okay. the Bears. He did a stint in Tampa okay. and then went to the Bears. But what a cool name Cato June is. It's like a Star Wars name. <laughs> Never thought about that, but yeah, yes, sir, you are correct. <laughs> Kato June to Starbridge. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, 2003, they, they had, you know, two all-time great Colts in Dallas Clark and uh, Robert Mathis. And then, you know, Mike Doss, Kato June, kind of, you know, just real solid contributors for defense and uh, players. I, I, I like them a lot. So 2003 is my third favorite draft class that we've had. Very good. I love that. I do not have that one, but that's a great one. Uh, my next one, I'm going to put 2012. I'm going to put 20. Mm. 2012 is actually a very, very good draft class. Uh, obviously, we had Andrew Luck. You also had Dwayne Allen, who was a staple of the Colts offense for a little bit. T.Y. Hilton came out of this draft. I didn't even hate Kobe Fleener. I honestly love me some Kobe Fleener. Right. I love them. Stanford to Stanford. <laughs> Right, because he was, yeah, yeah, Stanford to Stanford. That's that's what they used to call it in Madden when when I threw uh and when I was playing with the Colts and Andrew Luck would throw a touchdown to Kobe Fleener. I I really did like Kobe Fleener for a little while. The fact that they, that they draft two tight ends in a row is a little baffling, but that's a Ryan Griggs. Way to go, Griggs. Yep, <laughs> trash. Um, but I mean that that honestly, for, that that's. That was like the first. I mean, Anthony Costanzo came the year prior, but this was like that. This was gonna. This is like the 2010s decade uh, establishment draft with some of these with, with some of these these talents. Of course, I mean, obviously, Ty and Luck were the face of the franchise for the better part of this um, this this last decade. A couple of the other guys fizzled out relatively quickly. Um, let's see, Josh Chapman nose tackle only lasted a couple of years. Vic Ballard Vic running Ballard. back. Ran, lasted a like, lasted two years. Levon Brazil lasted a couple years. Justin Anderson didn't make it. Well, he made it to a full season. So did Tim Fugger, which is an awesome name. And no, I'm not swearing. His <laughs> name is legitimate Tim Fugger. Uh, and then Char Chandler Harnish. But Tim Fugger is my new favorite one. I got to find his card. New favorite. Tim Fugger. Oh, I love it. <laughs> 2012 draft class. It's my number two of all time. That's because, I mean, you think about the year prior, because this is when I first met you, too, Brandon. We were wrestling in Rochester. I remember, like, I think Marvin Harrison had retired. Like, all these guys are getting shipped out. Oh. And and you just looked at me and go, yo, they're getting rid of 
everybody. <laughs> I remember this. We were, we were getting ready for a match at uh, at NWA New York at the Eagles Club. And you just looked at me and they go, they're getting rid of everybody. What's going on? And I will never forget that because uh, this is when I'm, like, really starting to learn that you were a Colts fan. And, and I'm like, shoot, you're right. And then this draft kind of established, you know, it, it brought faith back in the franchise. It made us, you know, one of the top teams in the in the AFC for a couple of years. Um, really fun draft class that 2012. Yeah, they were. Um, my second favorite draft class as well, giving my favorite player of all time, Andrew Luck. Uh, I love Kobe Fleener for the, you know, two years that he was productive. Dwayne Allen was a great body there for a bit until he went and played for Belichick, you bastard. I can't believe you turned <laughs> your back on him. T.Y. is T.Y. He's phenomenal. One of our all-time top five wide receiver, right, wide receivers of all time, Colts history. Uh, LeVon Brazil and Vic Ballard had their moments where Andrew Luck made them look like superstars. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Luck. Um, yeah, dude. I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know how Grigson pulled this draft class out of, out of his butt or if they're all just a product of Andrew Luck's greatness, which is what I think that's what it is because once Dwayne Allen went to New England, he flopped. Kobe Fleener went to the New Orleans. Couldn't play tight end with Drew Brees. He flopped. Um, and we, we see what T.Y. has been now that he doesn't have Andrew Luck with him anymore. So really, again, I think this is more of a top-heavy draft class, but they've all produced while being, you know, on Andrew Luck's coattails. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're not you. wrong. Thank you, Mr. Luck. You're, you're, you're welcome, Eric Ebron. Um, there you go. Also. <laughs> Ah, oh, Butterfingers himself. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Shots fired. Before, well, if that's your number or, two, and that's my number two, I think we have the same number one. I think we do as well. Is it the 2018 draft class? Uh, Well, no, you know, it, it's 2019. Rock Yassin and Ben Banigou, isn't it? Isn't that the... No, that's not the one that <laughs> we... No. Come uh, on, DJ <laughs> Speed, man. No, brother. Jackson Barton. <laughs> All right, no, 2017. The head of 2017 with Quincy Wilson, Terrell Basham, right? Oh. Zach Banner. Come on. Uh, Marlon oh, Mack. You, 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 <laughs> Marlon Mack. You're going with 2018 with two... I know. I know, those... Those those bums, those bums. Yes, we are going 2018. Uh, I do want to acknowledge. I think the 2017 was the worst one of his. Uh, of was that Ballard's first year? It was Ballard's first year, but he didn't have his scouts in place. True, he was Ryan Griggs' scouts. So it was understandably a bad one. 2019 was. There's might still be time, but. Um, We'll see it, 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 with his scouts. 2019 might be the worst one of Ballard's career, but uh, uh, honestly, I still have hope for Paris Campbell. If he can oh, I do healthy. too. Okariki, obviously very is, good. So is Kyrie Willis. Yeah. You know, Marvel tell, we'll see what he does this year. He opted out last year. He showed glimpses two years ago. I think rock is going to be a very good player. He just, you know, he gets turned around sometimes and he's still super young. So I've got all the faith in the world. 2019 will, you know, luster up a bit and not look like a the third place between just two phenomenal draft classes he's had right so um 
So yeah, so I I, I ho- obviously hope it pans out. But yeah, 2018 was the hands down. Like that's so, so so so, so good, so good, so, so good. good. You start off the year with the draft class. You beat the Jets in the head on a trade, so they can move up and take <laughs> Sam Darnold, who they do not have anymore. Timeout, timeout. I remember this trade because it was St. Patrick's Day and I was on the verge of just getting blackout drunk. Like we were doing the parade, all this stuff. It was going to be a really good time. And then I saw that we traded with the Jets. I think and you I'm and I went to Duff's that afternoon. I think you and I went to Duff's that afternoon. Maybe. Was it that afternoon? It might have no, been. No, I think we did. Duff's we... might have been the day after. Because I was in Rochester that day. I remember I was in Rochester day, that day. We might have did lunch. Oh, maybe it was a year prior. Maybe it was a year or two prior. But I was in Rochester when that happened. I was down in Arondacoy doing pictures. Uh, there's like a little waterfall trail over there. And I remember then being it in had Rochester. had to be that day. Yeah. Had to be that day. Because I remember talking about the waterfall uh, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just remember getting the t- and scrolling through and seeing all the pics that we got. I'm like, this isn't real. This is no way this is real. No, no way. Someone's like, fuck with me right now. Insane. Masterclass draft raping by freaking Chris Ballard. Thank you. Yeah. It was bad. It was very, very one-sided. And obviously, the Colts won that trade. So, obviously, we get Quentin Nelson, who at Hall the famer. time, Hall fa- oh, God, bonafide, future Hall of Famer. And I, I was at the at that point where I'd seen so many Grigson drafts, I was like, oh, you know, offensive line, it really isn't that. Um, eh. But um, <laughs> it's really not all that great. Uh, but but he, uh, Quentin Nelson was huge. Quentin Nelson was a big one. Uh, Darius Leonard in the second round. Fall immediately. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? I, I, Darius Leonard was picked. I was like, who? What? Huh? Literally the worst draft pick of the year, according to Bleacher Report. Now, Darius Leonard, future Hall of Famer. Suck it, Bleacher Report. <laughs> I love Darius Leonard. Absolutely love favorite. what he brings. He's got such a, you know, his locker room presence, leadership. It's it's unmatched. It's unmatched. You get Braden Smith, right? Like a, the pick right after that. And while Braden Smith is not some world beating guard, he's still a part of the team. And he's, you know, we, we need him and he's a pretty Dude, cool guy. No, he's a pretty cool honestly, guy. I think he's like top five right tackles in the league at this moment. That's fair. He, I think he's had uh, maybe a handful of sacks allowed. Uh, he's phenomenal. Uh, and I, for him to be, you know, if we were to redraft this draft class, he'd be a first round pick. No problem. He's our third pick. He'd be a first round pick. Right. That's 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 fair. That is fair. I do love some Braden Smith. I did get a cameo shot for him through my buddy Andrew, which is pretty cool. Uh, Kamiko <laughs> Turi, Taquan Lewis, Naheem Hines, who has been like criminally <sighs> underrated as a running back. Darius Fountain, yep. we want to see do some good things. Jordan Wilkins has been a little underrated too. I got to acknowledge. Anytime that. he gets the ball, it. I love him. It's our third back or running back. Now he's probably pushed on even more because we've got Taylor Hines. No, yeah, he's fourth now. But 
anytime he got the ball, four yards. Never got hurt. Just I yeah, I love me some Jordan Wilkins. He's like a deceptively he's a power he's he's a power back. It it essentially, but he he's deceptively like he's that like short yardage guy. And I don't even know what like his body type. I mean, I don't even know how really he had, how big he is. Let's see. Jordan Wilkins. He's 6'1", 216 pounds, but they use him a lot in short yardage situations. He's always good for like a two, three yard game. Like I, I, I like Jordan Wilkins a lot. Deion Kane, I don't think that really panned out. Yeah, he's with uh, the Pittsburgh injury, now. man. I had yeah. high hopes for him, but he got hurt and tore that ACL and was never the same. No. And then uh, I mean, Zaire Franklin, little depth piece at linebacker. So I'm 2018 is is the best draft that Ballard's had. I think it's the best overall draft that um, the Colts have ever had or like overall top to bottom for what these guys can mean. There's at least two hall of famers in here. At least, at least. And look, four picks in the second round. No wonder why he, he did so well. And we're trading back. We're not picking on Thursday. Like, the draft starts for us on Friday. Cause looking at like these drafts, he doesn't like the first round at all. He, no. He's always stacks up on second rounders and man, unless he's up high, unless he's up in the top 10, he's probably not drafting. So, He's probably he's probably gonna I, I'm fully counting on him moving back unless somebody falls that he likes. Unless somebody falls, but that Trevor Lawrence to the twenty first <laughs> Like I said, we all we gotta do is do a smear video and get it going viral on social media and we'll get what we want. Yeah. I swear I saw him kick a puppy the other day, like just full out <laughs> Pat McAfee a puppy forty yards. Baxter no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But that is it, everybody. That is this week's episode. Next week, we're going to be recapping our draft picks. Uh, what we get, if if Chris Ballard even, you know, makes a whole... Well, we're going to be recapping it anyways. Whatever he does. If he trades them all for somebody really good, uh, like like Mike Dick did for Ricky Williams, or if he, you know, it, it, all, all, we're going to be recapping the draft next week uh, for you. So it should be a good time. We thank you, of course, for your support. And... Uh, that is it, everybody. Brandon, why don't you uh, take us home? Um, I know I usually use this time to bash the bills and whatnot and say something corny and funny, but I want to give a quick shout-out to my friend Josh. Uh, Josh is 12 years old. He has a little bit of a problematic living situation. Um, in fact, he went to, to court this past week, and uh, it, it, he has a really rough childhood. Uh, you know, the judge asked him, hey, you know, I, I, I've got to pull you out of your home. Things aren't going well. Do you want to go live with your mother? Josh said, no, I can't. You know, my mother beats me. All right, Josh, you want to go live with your father? Josh said, no, I can't. My father beats me as well. Like, you know, I'm my, I'm tearing up at the time. Uh, judge asked, you want to go live with your, your grandfather? No, I can't. You know, my grandfather beats me as well. Judge finally says, hey, who do you want to go live with, Josh? Josh looks at him down the face and says, I want to go live with the New York. Jets, they don't beat nobody but the Bills. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I <laughs> you are a child and I love you. Uh, that is hilarious. <laughs> you are a child. I love you. That is awesome. Well played, my friend. Well played. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week right here on Colts Fans in Bills Land. Boo. Boo the Bills. Boo.
get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right, we could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.